You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. <sighs> I to, took a little longer to swallow there. I got a good mouthful that time. Woo, wow, good. Whew, man, I'm awesome. Whew, ready to go. Feeling it. Wow, what, it's Friday weekend coming. How's it going, Brother Wolven? Yeah, you're probably going to take another drink, aren't you? Nope, I'm not, because that was the end of the cup. <laughs> oh, good. <sighs> oh, would it bother you if I did? It was just, well. Does it bother you? You know, that would be the last straw. Oh. Yeah. And then what? We're then like, what, what? Do do? 970 episodes, and everyone Whoa. starts out with you slurping. I just. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Enough's enough. You know, Whoa. just just can't deal with it. Yeah, Just, well, what are you going to do about it, I can't deal with it, it anymore. What are you going to do about it? Can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Well. Goodbye. <laughs> Hooray! It worked! <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sound discouraged. Are you downtrodden? Are you heavy-hearted? It's just... Just those stinking slurps. <laughs> if it bothers you that much, I won't do it anymore on this podcast. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I can't even trust you no. anymore. Yeah. No, not on this podcast. I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> not on this podcast. But be assured, Monday no morning. More coffee. <laughs> Monday morning, I'll be back with a giant slurp. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Sound familiar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I've heard it many times from... I have, too. ...some people that just want to quit. I'm I just... Quit. If that... If that lady brings her kid into that nursery without the bottle that I keep telling her she needs to have one <laughs> more right. time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. If they don't quit singing that song that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've heard it. Little things funny? that just get people down. The little foxes. Yeah, they do spoil the vine for sure. What do you what do you tell somebody when they I, I'm quitting I'm done I, I can't go on life's over, you know I'm almost suicidal. What do you how do you how do you deal with that? Yeah, it's it's you got to find out what the problem is because because really, oftentimes when people get angry or discouraged and they they tell you what they're angry about, that's usually not what they're angry about. You know, right. when somebody's discouraged. Um, all it takes sometimes is something little to just sort of teeter them over the edge, you know, and you mm-hmm. want to you want to find out, well, why are you discouraged? Why are you downtrodden? Yes, it happens, and it happens to Christians all throughout the Bible, but there was never an instance in the Bible where God said, yeah, that's okay. Go ahead and yeah. keep living that way. You know, yeah. uh, Jonah, it's all right that you're mad at me about the gourd. You know, I understand, you know, I have heard, I've heard the passage in, in Hebrews where Jesus is acquainted with all of our griefs and, uh, 
where people have said it's okay to be discouraged or mad at God because God oh. knows, you oh. know, and, and no. Jesus will intercede for you. You know, like just stay downtrodden and stay downcast and and stay angry at God or disappointed at God. It's okay because God knows. You know, I would take people aside that, you know, came to me, you know, people are driving me crazy. This person's done this. You know, I don't know what to do. I'm ready to quit. I say, have you got about an hour and a half? I've got a solution. I think I can, I can handle this. And I'd pull out an old Western movie and we'd watch it to the end where <laughs> the rope falls and the person's life is done. And then I'd say, that's how we're going to handle it. <laughs> that was usually the result of the problem right there. <laughs> Those old Western movies, I'm telling you, for a pastor, are really, really refreshing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, here's, here's really a solution. John, John 14, 1, let not your heart be troubled. Yeah. Jesus said, don't, don't be troubled. Why not? You believe in God. Believe also in me. There, there's nothing too big. There's nothing too small. I mean, God's got you. Jesus Christ has got you. There's, if, if you would just concentrate on the Lord. I told you a funny story. I was riding with Harrison the other day, and we were talking, and he said, Poppy, isn't it just enough to have Jesus in your heart? Amen. He's like, you know, he's five years old. He's been saved since, you know, December. Poppy, it's just enough to have Jesus in my heart. That's right. I thought, he's got it. Yes. He's got it. Now, sadly, life is going to begin to pile in on that kid soon, and all the cares and troubles of life are going to start coming. And hopefully not, but most people forget let not your heart be troubled. Yes. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Hey, we're going to be out of here one day. Things are going to be perfect. Um, until then, just run the course. Just do what you're supposed to do. And don't let those little things bother you. If we could grab hold of that, problem over. Be anxious for nothing. Right. But in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, uh, I think it's supplication of the Spirit, you know, let your request be no, made known unto God. Uh, I, I think many times a person who is discouraged is is uh, at least to find out if they're a person that has not been really in prayer the way that they need to be. Um, there are There are burdens that they must be carrying on their own that the Lord wants to carry for them. And sometimes it's, uh, I don't know, I, I'm going to say this wrong, but it's almost like we want a martyr's complex, you know, that we, right. we want people to grieve for us. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, it'll be, we, right. we, we become a burden to people. And it's almost like a, a false burden. We just mm -hmm. like to be the center of attention and we're causing grief among our fellow brothers and sisters because we're right. sort of dishonest, because we just like to be showered the attention upon instead of uh, finding that the Lord will shower that attention on us. Yeah, and, and I've seen that. And it's it, it's hard to snap people out of that sometimes. And I think because we do love for people to dote on us. We do love for people to care about us. And there's a time when you need that, but you don't need it all the time. You've got to learn to walk on your own 
in the Lord. And sometimes it's almost a baby syndrome that I'd, I'd rather be carried. Our little Miles, uh, he's awesome. He's eight months and uh, he's learning to crawl and everything, but he still loves it when Nana just carries him around everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's happiest. And as soon as you put him down, the eyes open up and, you know, the little quivering lip. And then pretty soon he's crying. And, and I'll say, just leave him, just leave him. Oh, no, Nana's got to pick him up and carry him around, you know. <laughs> and that's okay. But, man, it's a hardship for mom and dad when he goes home because he wants the same thing there. And uh, so, yeah, as a Christian, sometimes we just want people to coddle us and cuddle us, you know, and, and, and let us know it's going to be all right. And they'll take care of everything so I don't have to. And sometimes it's time to grow up and put on your big boy pants and start taking care of the problems of your life. And that's it's hard to say to people. It's hard to receive. But that's a reality. We've, we've got to walk our walk in the Lord. Yeah, Proverbs says, if thou faint in the day of adversity... Thy strength is small. And then, of course, uh, Corinthians talks about, or maybe it's Thessalonians, talking about uh, quit you like men and be strong. You know, whenever I think of of men, uh, that you just handle the problems and keep on going. Yeah, yeah, we get discouraged, we get disappointed, uh, but the Lord gives us that strength. The Lord gives us that strength. that that hope once again that at least we know it's all going to be better in heaven we that's a reality that's something we truly can look forward to and so you know we can endure we can we can tough it out i mean even if by reason of strength we're 80 years old i mean that's nothing compared to eternity we can gut it out, especially as God gives us the strength. It's available if we would go to him. I'll tell you what works really well for me, blame shifting. It's everybody else's <laughs> fault. I mean, I feel so much better when I can say, it's Brother Wolven's fault. I mean, he, it's his problem, not mine. Yeah. That works really well. And, and many love to do that, don't they? It's everybody else's fault but yes. mine. If my wife Adam, what's just, your problem? Hey, it's the woman that you gave me. Hey, woman, That's what's right. your problem? It's the serpent. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, blame shifting, and, and we all love to do it. And, you know, I've had men say to me, well, the reason I'm so short with my wife is because she doesn't meet my needs. Or I'm so short sharp with my kids or short with my kids because um, they don't, you know, they don't have good character. Well, hey, guess what? some of that's your responsibility and some of that is your your teaching and some of it's the result of your poor behavior or character or whatever and now you're having to deal with that and we never we never want to think that the problem is ours and i was talking to um, a teacher the other day i was talking to a young teacher and i said how's it going she said oh it's great my students are great i said but the parents she said oh man the parents yes the parents and uh, she said i i had a parent tear into me the other day about their their you know there's the student about their child and you know their child is never wrong their child would never lie their child child never does anything you know that underhanded and I thought well that's that's every teacher at some point in your teaching career because if our child is bad if my son lies if he's not a good student that is a reflection not necessarily of my son or my daughters but of me I'm the parental problem, and I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to think that I mishandle things. Yes, uh, just that last thing, I'm done. You know, I'm out of here. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Here's my key. Uh, it could just be, it, it's been all kinds of things. You know, uh, um, the bus didn't get gassed up on time. You know, that's right. it. I'm out of here. You know, I mean, it just, um, just not dealing with those small things and they wind up building up in life. I, I don't know about you, but uh, we have never had a Lego uh, that was shoved down the, the uh, bathroom sink that <laughs> clogged it up. It was always little tiny bits of hair or soap or, you know, mm-hmm. grit or something that builds up over a long time. And I think that's many times our problem in our relationship with Christ is we just allow little tiny things. Oh, well, I couldn't really call that sin, but just little things that build up over the course of time. And pretty soon, man, our our pathway to Christ is so restricted, it's as though he's not even talking to us. Yeah. Here's here's a thought, too. You know, Paul writes to the Corinthians in uh, 2 Corinthians 11, Would to God you could bear with me a little in my folly and indeed bear with me. Um, sometimes part of the problem is that when a loved one is going through a tough time, we pounce or we we respond in a wrong tone or we almost push the buttons of that person rather than saying hey let's let's talk about this thing what's what's really troubling you what's really the problem why are you so short why are you so critical and rather than trying to help we almost take on that same bitterness and become bitter towards them and become critical of them and it it carries on through the house or through the church and at some point somebody's got to deal with it it should be ourselves first no question but as a good friend, as a good spouse, as a good parent, sometimes I need to say, hey, listen, I, I see this, I, I sense this, what's what's going on? And helping yeah. them through that problem, yep. right? Yeah. As a pastor, sometimes we see it coming. We, we see that, that person wasn't right today. You've gotten home, so have I. We've gotten home in the car and said to our wives, hey, what's wrong with so-and-so? They were kind of short today. They were kind of you know hot-tempered today. They, they kind of yelled at someone today. What's going on? We've all asked that question. But how many have gone to that person and said, hey, I want you to know I love you and I'm praying for you. So let me you having a tough day today. Everything okay? I'll tell, you why, I'll tell you why we but don't do that. great question. Yeah, I'll tell you why we don't right? do it. You're right. We know the answer. And sometimes the answer is us. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. But sometimes it needs to be heard. That's you right. You said something that just set me off. I'm, man, I'm sorry. I, I did not mean to do that. Or, hey, we need to talk about this. There is a problem. That's that's a tough thing, though. So when things are going well in a relationship, let's say uh, you and me on air, all right, mm-hmm. uh, and things, you know, we're really clicking, and yeah. you know, I wind up interrupting you as I rarely, just just <laughs> rarely, rarely, once rarely in a blue would moon. do. Yeah, you know, how do you react when things are really clicking and things are going great? Does it you stop and go? Come on, man. No, you yeah. just, it, it good. It, it's a good show. We're having a good time. This yeah. is great. But when things aren't right between us, you right. know, now it's like, really? Yeah. It, yeah. It, and, and so that root problem is not those little things. It's, you know, is everything good? And, man, when we walk with God... In the midst of problems, things can still be good in our heart. 
even though it may not seem good around us, man, God can turn it to good. You know, that's what Joseph said. He rejoiced in God that he was able to take care of his brethren. Yeah, and let's face it, sometimes you're going to be in a relationship where your partner is like always wrong and you never are, and you never cut them off or disrupt them. Um, it, sometimes it's just one-sided, and you learn to live with that and be able to bear through that like I have. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I know there could, never be, there could never be anything that I would do that would ever upset <laughs> you or anyone else in my life. Here's the problem. I know I'm a jerk. <laughs> I know it. And I know I am too. That's why we get along so well. That's right. And here's the great thing is when you're a jerk, I can tell you. And when I'm a jerk, you can tell me. And we don't get upset. No, you don't need to tell me. Well, I'm going to tell you. wait and pray and the Lord will reveal it <laughs> after 300 more episodes. <laughs> I can't do it. As the deputy Holy Spirit, I can't do it. I've got to help you. <laughs> but that really, and, and here, there's the answer right there. We laugh at it. We laugh at each other. Yeah, there's times we get upset. It's like, hey, don't do that, man. Drive me crazy or whatever. But we usually find some point of humor, and then it's over. Once we start laughing, it's over. And not everybody's got that, and not well, everybody yeah, can do but, that. But it does help. But we're guys. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Go ahead and take that point, Brother Wolven. It's all yours. I'll sit here and listen. Well, I'm just saying, Brother Stone was telling me off air that many times women hold grudges much much and i said no i don't think so and he said oh no brother woman trust me it it really is absolutely true and so um i've never seen it but i'm just deferring to his wisdom that he says that sometimes women really hold grudges and guys don't and next week's topic lies and the pit of hell (laughs) join us Uh, yeah no what i said was if you wrong a woman she will never forget as long as she lives (laughs) oh man yeah um and and that does bring delight i mean in a in a marital relationship sometimes my wife's not laughing when i'm laughing (laughs) sometimes my kids are not laughing when i'm laughing and, and making them laugh is not the solution. Being a right man, be, living for the Lord, admitting I'm wrong, uh, changing my tune, th- those are things that sometimes you're going to have to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I really want to emphasize a healthy relationship yes. can bear those little things much easier and they don't seem to penetrate as deeply as whenever our relationship is weakened already and now those little things get blown way out of proportion yeah yeah absolutely i'm just reading through some scriptures here genesis 26 that thou will do us no hurt as we have not touched thee um yeah sometimes just be careful just be careful that you're not hurting others with your burden or sorrow or whatever you want to call it the hurts the little nagging things in your life you can get where you can really injure some relationships you can injure the relationship with your pastor with your church with your spouse with your kids with your friends if you don't deal with those little nagging things that weigh us down yep 
There you go. We'll leave it there. All right. Another successful week on Tim Talks. Uh, we drive her closer to number 1,000. I think this is this will be like 976 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're close to that, yeah. We're getting there, so we'll have to get some thought. Yeah, I think we're going to do video. we got to work it out. Uh, i got to come down there and be with you. we got to do that in studio. That'll be the easiest way, I think. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Rather than try to videotape here, videotape there, and put it together, I think it'd be better if we can just get together. So I'll look at my schedule and try to figure out when that's going to be, and uh, we will do that. And uh, the problem is, if we do that, then people are going to want that all the time. Because to be able to hear us is one thing, but to be able to see us, wow, that's mm. quite another. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how we're going to adjust the camera so they can see both of us at the same time. <laughs> well, there is such a thing called phone books. Phone books? No, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not you're anymore. Right. You are right. Not anymore. <laughs> you just you just said two words together that no kid today knows yes, anything exactly. about. A phone book. That's a good one. Archaic well, throwback. I've got a. Of the uh, day. Webster's Dictionary that's about uh, almost a, a foot high, so maybe I'll uh, I'll use that one. A dictionary in a book? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dictionary.com, I, I think, gives it to you there. But okay, yeah, if you say so, if you got one of those, there we'll you use go. it. <laughs> I'm Al Stone, and uh, this has been a great week. And I got to leave now because there's a few things I have to deal with. Uh, there's a few little things that have been driving me crazy, and I've got to deal with it right now, or it's going to fester. And so I say goodbye to you from St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, home of the um, used to be free and, and sometimes brave. Yeah, hang on. Yeah? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. There. You're almost in. Huh, there. <laughs> now you're in. my barber chair up. <laughs> Pushed the wrong right. button and I slipped way down, so I had to oh. get it way back oh. up so you could see me again in the picture. I, I thought talking to the hair was the way it was going to be. I thought all I could see was hair. <laughs> Kilroy was here. Kilroy was here. <laughs> this is Your Dan turn. Wolven. Uh, please make sure you give us a rating, review, and subscribe. Thank you so very much. This is Tim Talks. Have a great weekend day. And uh, go to your church this Sunday, happy, full, ready to receive, no complaints, no troubles. Just have a great weekend. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Monday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.